what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me tracing out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome to Fantasy Fuel. I am your host, John Eddie Jr. Tom Tuttle could not be here for this recording, but he has sent us his sneaky starts. So, later on in the program, you will get both of our sneaky starts, and I hope you get a little bit out of them. I want to start by recapping Cincinnati and Baltimore last night on Thursday Night Football. There was a decent amount of fantasy production in that game. If you owned A.J. Green, you are really happy. Five catches, 69 yards, and three touchdowns. And if you had the stack going with Andy Dalton, you were even happier. 24 out of 42 for 265 yards and four touchdowns. That fourth touchdown going to Tyler Boyd, a name to look for in the coming weeks. And on the other side of that ball, Joe Flacco did okay. He had to pass the ball a ton, and he did have a couple interceptions and a fumble. But if you had to start him, if you're in a two-quarterback league or a super flex like Tom and I are in, we did play Joe Flacco, and we got 20-plus points out of him. So I'm happy, and I'm sure he is too. But on the ground, there wasn't a lot going for either team, really. Joe Mixon, he averaged four yards a carry and got 84 yards. He also had one catch for three yards, so a little disappointing. He did go leave out of the game for a little bit, and Giovanni Bernard came in and got you 10 PPR points. So if you had to use Giovanni Bernard for some reason in your deeper league, you did okay. Alex Collins, oh boy, we're going to start hearing it from all ends. He did not get in the game that often. Only nine carries. Buck Allen came in, he had six carries in the touchdown, and nobody could produce much for yardage. In the air, however, Alex Collins did have three catches for 55 yards, and Buck Allen had five for 36. So it was a passing and receiving game. John Brown, two games in a row with the touchdown. Another name to look out for. If he's not owned, he probably will be being plucked off the waiver wire this week. Now, I want to talk about the Red Rocket. Andy Dalton, so far in two games in which the Cincinnati Bengals have both won 34-23. That's an interesting way to start out the season. Andy Dalton has looked really good. So is this the year for a Red Rocket retribution? He's looking good, and I think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and he wants to win a playoff game for the first time in his career. And I could probably say the same for Marvin Lewis. He could probably use a win in the playoffs to keep his job. So if you are thinking about Andy Dalton in the coming weeks, I'm going to say he might be worth a look. So far, they're 2-0, and and they're going to be in first place in the AFC North, no matter what, after this week. And they're looking good. They're looking confident. 
and dare I say it, the Cincinnati Bengals might be a team to watch in the AFC this year. I want to talk about some over-unders for the coming week. There are a few games that if you're out there and you're looking for some players for DFS, there are four games that I want you to look at. KC and Pittsburgh. Of course, there are a ton of options in that game that you can put in your DFS lineup, and it might be a shootout. So if you're on the fence on somebody, that's one of those over-unders that has a high 40s. So pick those games if you are on the fence about a couple of players. Uh, three other games that have high over-unders are Indianapolis and Washington. A couple of not-so-great defenses there, maybe. I think Alex Smith is a great, safe play this week. I'll put it that way. Uh, Cleveland and New Orleans. That uh, Cleveland's going to have to throw the ball a ton to keep up with Drew Brees, unless their defense is for real. But we don't know because they played Big Ben last week, week one, and not-so-great weather. And Big Ben was on the road, so it was a perfect storm of terribleness for Big Ben. So we'll see what Cleveland actually has on the defensive side of the ball against Drew Brees this week, no doubt about it. And the last game with the high over-under that I want you to take a look at is Detroit and San Francisco. Uh, Looks like Matt Stafford's going to be all right, and San Francisco's defense is not that good. So again, there might be a lot of scoring in this game because... Neither defense is very good. So if you want to take a shot at Matt Stafford or Jimmy Garoppolo, they might be able to you know, give you a few points this week. Well, that's about it for over-unders. I just wanted to mention those four games, Kansas City-Pittsburgh, Indianapolis-Washington, Cleveland and New Orleans, Detroit and San Francisco. Those are some games for DFS purposes that you might want to take a look at. Now... I want to ask you guys, how are you doing this week? Are you feeling good? I'm feeling fine. And what I mean by that is I'm going to give you some fast insights with no excuses. Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. If Deshaun Jackson plays and presses concussion protocol, watch for a double move or two against Jalen Mills and a touchdown. On the other side of the ball, Darren Sproles may just end up catching a bunch of balls this week. Carolina and Atlanta, with Greg Olson out, expect Devin Funches to see a rise in targets. And on the other side of that game, Tevin Coleman will find the end zone again. Los Angeles Chargers at Buffalo Bills. Yes, Buffalo Bills quarterback watch 2018. Look for Zay Jones and Josh Allen to start a little bromance this week. And for the Chargers, Austin Eckler will be in this game a lot if they can pull out to an early lead. So expect him in a bunch of lineups this week. I don't think they want to risk Melvin Gordon being on the field in a blowout. Vikings versus the Packers. 2AA Ron or not 2AA Ron? That is the question. Will he be on the field? Won't he? If he is, this is going to be a great game. If he's not, it could be a massacre. For the Vikings, expect Dalvin Cook to hit 100 yards rushing this week. Texans versus Titans. Lamar Miller will have a multi-touchdown game this week. And for the Titans, Deion Lewis is going to keep rolling and prove all those people out there right that took him instead of Derrick Henry. Cleveland Browns versus the Saints. 
Tyrod's going to go toe-to-toe with Drew Brees and show him that Cleveland is for real. And for the Saints, Michael Thomas is going to have double-digit catches for the second week in a row. Miami Dolphins versus New York Jets. Kenny Stills and Quincy Inunua. Look for both of them to have eight-plus catches in that game. Kansas City Chiefs and Steelers. Big Ben is going to go nuts. I've got him in my DFS lineup. You should too. And for the Chiefs, I believe Patrick Mahomes is going to come back down to earth. They'll still have a decent performance, but I think we see a lot more Kareem Hunt this week. Colts and Redskins. Jack Doyle is going to be a target monster. And as I said earlier, Alex Smith may be the safest quarterback play this week with a little bit of upside. Cardinals and Rams. Todd Gurley's going to keep it rolling because Arizona looks terrible. And they're probably going to make me doubt David Johnson's going to have success this season. We will find out after week two. Lions and 49ers. Dante Pettis is going to step up without Marquise Goodwin in the lineup. And the Lions are going to prove that week one was just a fluke. Sorry, Tom. Raiders and Broncos, Royce Freeman will get the ball rolling for himself and go for over 100 yards, and the Raiders will show us they still stink. Patriots and Jaguars, Rex Burkhead and Chris Hogan will not disappoint in Week 2, and Blake Bortles will disappoint us in Week 2. Giants-Cowboys, always a good game on Sunday Night Football. This could come down to a last-second field goal like it has before, but I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to torch the Cowboys, and Zeke's going to squeak by and be barely fantasy-relevant again this week. Seahawks and Bears on Monday Night Football. All you people out there that took Will Disley, he is going to disappear this week, but on the other side for the Bears, Anthony Miller is going to have his coming-out party. Those are my fast insights with no excuses. Now we're going to move on to our sneaky starts. For my sneaky start number three, I have Ryan Grant against the Redskins. Andrew Luck targeted a bunch, and I think he's going to do the same this week. So look for Ryan Grant to get a few catches if you need somebody at the back end of a deep league and he's not been taken. Ryan Grant is a decent option. So my sneaky start number three is carry on Johnson. The Lions will not allow the 49ers to completely blow them out like the Jets did last week. Um, the game will be a lot closer, and I think carry on will get more carries and more opportunities to be a receiver out of the backfield. Um, the 49ers last week allowed Cook to have six receptions last week, um, and I think that translates into the Lions this week. Coaches will not allow Stafford to have another horrible display. And quite frankly, I don't think Stafford will allow himself to have such a horrible display either. Which means more dump-off, safer-type throws to running backs and more handoffs to them as well to manage the game. And I'm actually going to predict that the Lions beat the 49ers this week. To me, it's a no-brainer. The Lions are going to come out and just show everybody who they really are and not who they were against the New York Jets. So I'm saying carry on Johnson. Week two will be a sneaky start. Sneaky start number two. 
two. My sneaky start number two is Ricky Seals Jones for the Arizona Cardinals. I think he is about the only one that might be fantasy relevant on the team this week because they're going against the Rams, who let Jared Cook just go off in week one. So it seems as if Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib can shut down those wide receivers, but they can't stop the tight end. So maybe the Rams are going to be the team that's weak against the tight end this year. So before I get into my sneaky start number two, I was watching something on ESPN with Matthew Barry. Um, a lot of you probably know who he is. He does a lot of fantasy football stuff, and he can be spot on on a lot of things, but he can also be wrong on some things. Um, and one thing in particular that he was right and wrong about at the same time, because it was the same little article, same thing I heard, was that he said that Ben Roethlisberger was going to be a a really good start this week. And I absolutely agree with him. Ben Roethlisberger will be a really good start this week. But he also said that Russell Wilson will not be a good start this week. He'll, he's saying don't start Russell Wilson. When I, I disagree with that. I think if you have Russell Wilson, he is always a start unless you have Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or somebody of that caliber. Because, listen... Russell Wilson will always get you points, and until Russell Wilson proves to me that he cannot be consistent and he is consistently bad, I'm going to start Russell Wilson. That being said, that is not my sneaky start. My sneaky start is Brandon Marshall. (laughs) Now, I had to get that off my chest so I could tell you what I think about Brandon Marshall. Um, I know Russell Wilson isn't Aaron Rodgers, okay? Uh, But Randall Cobb... Devontae Adams and Geronimo Allison all had really good fantasy-wise games last week. They, they did really well in fantasy against the Bears. So I think Russell Wilson is good enough to get his wide receivers some fantasy production. And based off of last week and Baldwin being hurt, I think it is a sneaky start to start to play uh, Brandon Marshall. I talked about him last episode. And I'm talking about him again right now. I think Brandon Marshall will be very solid every week as long as Baldwin does not play. And that's why he is my sneaky start number two. Sneaky start number one. My sneaky start number one is... I was watching Good Morning Football just this morning... And I had this on my list last night, and here I'm looking at Peter Schrager talk about who he's excited to watch this week, and that was Frank Gore. He's very, very near getting to number four all-time on the (laughs) rushing leaderboards. It's amazing that he is still going. He averaged really well in week one per carry, and I think he's going to surprise some people in week number two. My sneaky start number one is Nick Foles. And I know JJ is probably really, really happy to hear me say this because I was dead right on Fitzpatrick last week. But I'm going with Nick Foles because they're playing against the Buccaneers. And last week, Foles was not good. Okay, he was really, he was just not good in fantasy. This week, he's going against the Buccaneers. And I think the Buccaneers are going to allow Foles to throw a bit more for a bit more success. The Saints threw a lot on the Bucks, and I think Nick Foles has a bounce-back week, and I, I'm thinking so does Mike Wallace, okay? who had, He had no receptions last week, absolutely none. So Foles is either, Foles is either a, 
has bad fantasy games or great fantasy games. This week, he's worth a start. A sneaky start, if you will. So that will about wrap it up. It's just a quick episode this week, but I wanted to make sure you guys got some of our insights and our sneaky starts for the week. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. I would appreciate it. Oh, so appreciate it. If you could give us a little five-star rating there on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want to see what's going on on Twitter, we are at Fantasy Fuel. Our Facebook message board is Fantasy Football through Fantasy Fuel, or you can find it through Facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel, or you can call that cool little phone number, and I will get you on the air. If you have got an insight of your own, or you've got a trade question, or you've got a lineup question, you can text us. You can call us. You can do all that good stuff. And that number is 608-492-3443. So again, I thank you for listening. Find us on all the social media. And don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.